let's go. Y'all ready? <laughs> wash, cast, we in the building. I'm so washed, I don't even know what episode this is. And I think the people that listen to my podcast are so washed, they don't even know what episode it is either. Does does it really matter, like, what episode? Because, like, I see some podcasts that be like, episode 88. Like, nobody, I don't think nobody cares about that. I don't think. Well, you never know. But yeah, we got um DJ Clark Kent in the building. Peace and blessings. Man, like, man, I don't even know where to start with you, man. So I suggest you put some whiskey in your tea. <laughs> Let's see how washed we can be. Pause. What's your definition of wash? Oh, totally, totally drunk. You would have to be drunk to be washed. You have to, true. That's, that's, that's. Not high. Drunk. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's what's up. Is that what washed is to you? Yeah. Well, pretty much. Okay, there yeah, it is. Yeah, like, I, I got the um, wash definition shirt coming out, so I've been like, people want it, and I want to give it to the people, but it's like, it's so many, like, so many different um, variables with wash, you know right, what I mean? Right. Because, like... Your jeans could be washed. <laughs> exactly. Your jeans could be washed. Got it. Your door could be washed, you know what I mean? Your, your, your mans could be washed. But, like, my definition is kind of like... Like I tell people I'm washed all the time because at the end of the day I don't have no hoes. I, I I have a wife, I have two kids, like I'm not you know what I mean? I'm not in the field, like you see the car outside, I got a Nissan Murano, you know what I mean? If, two if, baby seats in the if, bag. If the car works for you, it doesn't matter what car you have. Some gyms over here. And Clark we just Kent. started. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um I mean real life says this. Mm-hmm. Let's look let's look at that for a second. Okay. You you could be the guy who has 10 cars, the one guy who has 10 cars, and every time you leave, you only drive one. So what's the difference if you have one or 10? Variety? You're still going to somewhere, and you still got to drive something to That's get That's very true. It's like, so who cares? Like, I learned that a long time ago. I used to have, like, seven cars at one time. It was just like, it just it just was dumb. Yeah, I'm a, um... Now, the sneakers, I can't say the same. I'm going to have a lot of sneakers. Yeah, man. I don't but it's know. a lot cheaper than a car. How do you afford all of these Jordans, man? Well, um, I don't. I'm not. I don't even actually know. Like, I, I know you. Ha- I know you have a crazy collection. I work hard. I work, hard. work hard. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's... And um, when I was young, it was part of our aspiration to have uh, fresh things. So because of the aspiration and kept going, like that was, it was almost like built into your budget. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So when you made money or you made what you felt was gonna be money, it you there was a section of it that went to being fresh. Okay. So I never let that section go. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? So when it comes to, you know, take take care of the bills, take care of whatever you gotta take care of and the rest of that 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 could be for fresh. As long as you've taken care of everything, the rest of it could be for fresh. What what would you say is like or um re- recent sneakers or recent things that came out, what would you say would be like one of the most washed kicks that that's out there, or maybe like overhype. You know what I mean? Well, overhype. Um, I'm, I don't think I actually know what's overhype because I've never been the guy who bought sneakers because of the hype. So, if I had to say the most washed, and I would mean that in a negative sense, I'm gonna give a washed in a positive sense and washed in the negative. The most yeah. washed in a negative sense, I don't see them. I only buy what I like, and I only want what I want. So mm-hmm. the most washed in a positive sense right now would probably be the the white metallic um, white metallic blue Jordan 1s that came out. 
the uh, the um, bread ones that that just or oh, the black and red ones mm-hmm. they call them band ones that just came back out. Um, those those type of shoes for me is is all the way there. See, I don't I don't like I like sneakers obviously, and um you know I got these. And I I actually wore these because you were coming. You know what I mean? I'm like yo, I can't I can't like I usually come up in here with flip flops. So you like, felt you was under pressure. Nah, I just wanted to be like, yo, Clark Kent's coming through, so I, I'm going to throw in some, my, you know. Did, do you like them? I, I, yeah, I actually well, do. That's all that matters. Yeah, I, I like these. If you like flip-flops, that's all that matters. Wear your flip-flops. True. Like, your guys in here like flip-flops and socks. So, he likes <laughs> flip-flops, he likes socks. I say, yeah, wear what yeah. you want to wear, as long as you're comfortable. Shout out to our socks, too, you know. I got the wash, <laughs> I'm so, I got the wash socks and some anything as possible socks, but, you know, I'm going a, I'm to a, um, bring them through Saturday. I got like a, like, I got a t-shirt, a wash t-shirt for you, um, right over there, but um, Saturday for the expo, I'm mm-hmm. coming through. Like, I got, like, I'm even putting, like, some exclusive stuff for you, because I'm like, yo, hold on, I can't just give Clark. You know what I mean? Right, Shit that go. people could. You know what I mean? I gotta hit you with some some exclusive. Well, and I'm, I actually want to talk to you about something I have in my head, um, like collaborating with you with with okay. a, a nice wash piece. You okay, know? cool. For the we people, can do that. We can definitely. Because like, it's funny that you say for the people because mm-hmm. I do believe that when it comes to merchandise or something, like the only people I think about are the people. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like I, if you if you design for yourself, then you design to lose. Man, some gems, man. I hope y'all got y'all wash cast. I need y'all to be pulling out your your iPhones, your notepads, oh, whatever, and and take down some notes, man. You know, t- these are some gems right here. Clark Kent. Uh, gosh, we just started. <laughs> Ooh, this might be a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, speaking of like collaborations, like what was the inspiration, um, with the uh, Nike Dunk? Which which one? I did a, I did a a one one two SB, and I did. Uh, what they called an un-Gucci. Okay. Okay. So which one well, all of them. Okay, well, the, the the one that they're calling... Hold on, you did the Gucci ones? The, they call them un-Gucci. They're not Gucci. But, the Gucci but, ones were the SBs. Hold on, because I had those. The ones with the gum bottoms or the ones that are denim? I had the all black. Were and they then, denim? Yeah, they, I think they were. I got oh, Those are SBs. Okay, I SBs. didn't do that. Now, Damn. the thing is... I got to pull them up. Those were on the roster... For Nike to come out, the 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 ones for SB, the denim ones, and then they were taken off, and I was there when they were taken off. So I was like, okay, I know people are gonna be expecting the Gucci, and now they're telling them that they're not coming out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make one, but I'm gonna make it for sportswear, and I'm gonna make it really special. So I'm gonna get ostrich material. I'm gonna get Croc for the swoosh. I'm gonna get super dope oiled material oiled um leather for the for the toe box all the way in so like i went all the way in on materials i got ballistic mesh for the tongue i got wick wick away dry dry um dry fit netting on the inside and i got sticky rubber gum bottoms where the hell do you go for these things (laughs) the thing is when when you work with a brand the 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 materials are there for you to work with so I made it my business to get all of the best materials to put on the shoe so that it would be worth it to buy and that the customer wins so you make a shoe you make it cost at a decent price but you give them the best materials so they get the best shoe the shoe's about to come out and guess what happens they decide to release the gucci one with the sbs wow so now these two shoes are coexisting around the same time so now it's like which is the one but if you hold one against the other no disrespect to the original to the original one but material wise and and quality wise like Every time I design a shoe, I'm trying to think of the consumer first. So 
that was consumer driven. The one one two was just to add on to the the um the one one two legacy. And I okay. did that. It was supposed to come out after the P rods came out and the P rods came out and they because of the way that the brand sells shoes into stores, the store owners got to see the the um SB and were like, oh well we want that one too. They didn't want to wait for it to come out months later. Now I respect skating. Mm-hmm. And I don't skate, so the reason why I didn't want the SB to come out with the P-Rods is because I wanted people to understand the reason why I was doing a skate shoe is because P-Rod is my friend. Okay. And his yeah. one of his favorite shoes is the Air Max 1 112 that I did. And he was like, yo, 112 some of my shoes. So I was like, bet. So we're doing it. And then I asked, can I do an SB? And it was supposed to come out later. I, I think I want to be your friend, Clark. <laughs> no, I just, I just like, yeah, because... I, I, I like I'm into like a lot of it, but I'm so washed. I don't know the names of sneakers. I don't I couldn't tell you what Jays I'm wearing. Like you're wearing, my you're wearing Jordan Fives. Jordan Five. See, yeah. like that's what I'm saying. I'm so washed. I really don't even know anything about like everything that you're saying, I'm like picturing in my head, but I really don't even know what I'm looking at. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. like I need a friend like you. Cause I know I'll get a lot of just you know what I'm saying knowledge like even like Jada like that's my that's you know that's the big homie and I go to his house and he we wear the same size mm-hmm. so I love going to his house cause I always leave with a couple pair yeah yeah you know but I wear them I don't know you know I don't know like oh they're so exclusive oh I could have sold them for a thousand right so I'm learning as I go also well well to me if if um if you want to stay pure and 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 just have fun with it don't learn it. Mm. Just get what you like. Yeah, no, nah, I do, I do, and but like I said, sometimes I be having like um, I had these for All Star Week, and I had these Jays, and um, they they're suede, they're all Gracie. I, I I'm terrible PSNY, with describing PSNY twelves. But yeah, they like Envy, and everybody was like, "Yo!" Like, and I'm like, "Oh, these? Oh, let me take these off and sell them then." You know what I'm saying? Because I'm buying my money nah, too. But no, nah, I didn't sell them. I, be pure I kept about them. it. Be but, pure about but it. But the uh, the Gucci ones, like I'm. They were actually an eight and a half, mm-hmm. so they fit. They were so fire that those were like the first pair of sneakers that I actually got that were too small. Mm-hmm. But like they were so like you know I had to just wear the thin socks with those. Right, but they right. were so fire that like now I'm mad that I gave them to my barber. You know what I mean? Well, your barber's probably happy. Well, yeah, and like when I see him cuts? wearing, I'll be like, but you know, Gucci's always in style. But, but did that's... you did you get any free cuts? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I made him pay. I made him pay like he way. He 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 gave me like three cuts. Okay, cool. I got like then three cuts out of it. Then you won. But yeah. in essence, because you can't wear them. Man, the sneaker game is crazy, man. Yeah, I don't play it. Mm. But like, I, <laughs> I would assume, I think anybody would assume you do, because like you're so involved in it, or you're such I'm, a. Um, I'm involved in the game, but. Uh... Like I don't, I don't really play it, cause um, I don't adhere to what, whatever the rules are. I'm just trying to have fun and like with the with the prices, right? Cause like, yeah. what defines like for you? What defines like a, a a decent price for for a pair? Like, well, I guess obviously it depends on what kind, and I guess like uh, the only the thing that defines the price is what it says on the box. So okay. I don't subscribe to buying shoes that. Like if the box says one hundred and sixty dollars, I don't understand paying four hundred dollars if the box says one hundred and sixty. Mm. You know what I mean? But what if you want them? Like if you, know? you want them, you get them. If you didn't get them, then you missed them. Mm. And the, the the crazy thing about the this game is is that people don't realize the simplicity of the game right now. If you missed it, 
guess what? Something else is coming out next week. That's true. That's very true. So you missed one. Are you going to die? <laughs> See, the thing did you is, die? But no, did, you, did die? you die? But did you die? Did you die? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, damn, I missed those bread ones. Oh, man. Did you die? Did you? If but, you didn't die, then you didn't. What did you miss? No, nah, absolutely. Man, the sneaker game is crazy. So we got the expo. Well, you guys have the expo coming. Well, I mean, well, you, you're going to Yeah, be I'm there, a part so, of it. Yeah, so we all got right, the cool. Expo. I just don't want to, you know, you know I've set it up. I called Clark. I made some calls. No, I put you it set together. up your table. You got the merch coming through, so you part of it. You know what I'm saying? You are, you are, you are, you are a sponsor. Oh, yeah, Wash Gang in the building. Could I, could I, nah, because it's going to be kids. I don't want to bring no, like, you know, usually, like, I have, like, Henny or something. Well, that's what you have on. I, on, on right, that's cool. for you. I'll take it. I mean, right, you cool. can't serve it to right, anyone. Right, 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 right. Can he serve it to anyone? No? Well, see, that, uh, that yeah. would be that would be we'll, merch we'll, at your table. Right, we'll talk. We'll, they have to have you a have band. You have to check ID. Yeah, exactly. They have a band. I like yeah. that. We, we, we need a band. We guy? start banning. Get, yeah. yeah, if you get we bands. Ban and, and we only allow two because some people can't go past two. You know what I mean? One and done. Two. One and... What, what's your liquor of choice? Um, Henny, that's it. Straight to Henny. That's Henny. my go-to. <laughs> Straight to Henny. That, so that, regular that, Henny. Or that's or, my go-to. Or white Henny. Depending on how I feel. Usually, like if there's if there's a bunch of niggas around, just straight. If there's a few, you know, um, light skin curly hair joints, I, I'll, I'll hit them with the ghetto champagne. That's uh, Henny and ginger ale. And usually, my bartender, whoever, when I say I need that ghetto champagne. They already know what it is. That's crazy because yeah. Henny and ginger ale really taste good. Yeah, and, and like, um, like I like that. Folks. Like my <laughs> my guy back in the day, um, Hempstead, Long Island, right. they used to have jam rock. Cause you know I'm I'm old too. I'm washed. You know what I'm saying? I'm from that era where mm -hmm. it was like way before all of this social media stuff, whatever. Like if you you just knew where it was at. Right, right. You know you didn't For see sure. no flyer. You didn't. You, right, you know right. what I mean? Or they know. had the real. You know the actual flyers that. Was on everybody's yeah, flyers. car, actual right. flyers. Actual flyers. Yeah. yeah, it's it's so different now. But yeah. um, so long story short, um, Usher was there at Jam Rock, Long Island. I think yeah. he had "You Make Me Wanna Be the One." That song, right. right? So it was a line, ridiculous, wrapped all around blocks. And but my uncle, he threw parties at Jam Rock, so I was too young to even be in there to be drinking or whatever. But I was I was always loopy, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So I get to the bar. And this was actually like my first time drinking, you know, getting my own bottle, getting situated. So that set up being washed. That might have been my first washed so experience. So Usher yeah. mm -hmm. is the reason why you're washed. Yeah, it was a lot of ladies there. It was a lot. No, no, no. It was Usher. But Usher brought them out, yeah. Yeah, but it was Usher. So the reason right, give why that. you're washed I'll give that. is because of Usher. <laughs> That's something to think about. Nah, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. So you owe Usher. <laughs> but his whole thing I'm, that's I got you, off. Usher. I got you. I, I'm going to send you When a... you meet Usher, you got to let him know what yeah, happened. Yeah, I got to break it down. You got to let him know everything. You got to let him know, you know, I got this wash movement going on. And, <laughs> yo, thank you. Good looking out. He's going to be confused, but explain. Yeah, I'll break it down to him. He'll that get it. the first time you got washed is at an Usher show. <laughs> now nah, that's real. That's amazing. That's real. Yeah, and, and my guy that was there, he was like, yo, what, what are you drinking? And I'm like... I never really got a drink besides, you know, Coronas, you know what I mean, or, or beers or whatever. So I'm like, Nah, that's I, not a drink. I don't know what, yeah, I like, I, you know, I was, you know, I was getting my feet wet. So I'm like, he's like, nigga, I'm going to get you some ghetto champagne. And I'm like, what's that? He's like, nigga, when you ain't got no money for no champagne, nigga, you get Henny and Ginger Ale. And after that, it's always been ghetto champagne. Like, I'm going to help you with that. When you're in the crib, mm -hmm. Henny and apple juice, 
Remember I told you that. I gave wow. you, I gave, trust me, that ah, makes the, I'm, makes the I'm, ghetto I'm, champagne I'm, look super duper wet. Man, can we, <laughs> really? No, and make sure it's Martinelli's apple juice. Right, right. Penny and Martinelli's. You will, wow. you will feel oh like you God. owe me. I'm excited. You're going to feel like you owe me for that. Anything is possible, man. Anything with apple juice is all right. But Martinelli's. I'm, yo, you know me. Check my check my Instagram in five hours. It's gonna be Henny and apple juice. Martinelli's. But Martinelli's. Yeah, it's, it's really good apple juice for really good uh, Hennessy. I think that's what we got at the crib. I think that's what my son drinks. As you should. That's the best. Yo, man. This is amazing. <laughs> this tea is amazing. So, yeah, Clark, um, what's the most you ever paid for a pair of kicks? I like uh, I guess cuz I mean you you are the man when it comes to sneakers like Thank you everybody for... knows that like I really feel cuz like I'm I'm kind of like not really involved in the sneaker game especially like the new era sneaker game mm-hmm. but when any sneaker events I ever been to in the city or wherever I always know like either it's Fat Joe that got all the sneakers or Clark Kent I don't know if there's anybody Else that's on your radar or that's on oh. everybody's radar. Oh, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's, there's has to be. Enough. There's yeah, enough. There, there's enough, right? Yeah, yeah. But I there's just some know guys who really get busy. I know Fat Joe got a serious nigga collection. Oh, yeah. I think Khaled has too. I think uh, yeah, but nowhere near what Fat Joe, yeah. what Wale, Wale, yeah, 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 yeah. Wale. with Greg Street, with All Day, with uh, my man out in uh, Jersey. Um, God, I can't remember his name, man. He did our show the first time. No, not Siraj. Um, Soli Ghost. Okay. Soli Ghost got wild sneakers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot of dudes with a lot of shoes. There's there's some cats out there. And what do y'all crazy. do? Y'all just get together like, yo, you ain't got these. What are those? You, you want to know what the funny part is? Hell no. Not even. No way. Like, I don't even understand that. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> like, when, when I say mayor, I say mayor, and the reason why I know is because I know him. You know what I'm saying? It's not because we know each other because of sneakers. Oh, for that, yeah. And it's just the, only, the... The, the only guy that I mentioned in that whole scenario that I know because of sneakers is solely Ghost. But Mayor, we've been friends for 25 years. That's Mayor years. Um, out in Miami? Nah, Mayor and... Um, oh, you talking about Mayor. I know it's the Mayor. You talking about Phil the Mayor. Phil, yeah. That's my boy, too. Okay. But not him. I'm talking about Mayor OG. from... OG. From, um, from what you call it. He's from the Bronx, but he lives in, in uh, Jersey now. Like, okay. he's super sneaker guy. Uh, Fat Joe, I've known him since before he started rapping. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know Wale since he got his like when he was running around with my boy Kenny Burns. Like I know them. So these guys that I'm talking about, I didn't know them because of sneakers. I know them because I know them. Mm-hmm. So when I say they got tons of sneakers, I can say it because I know it's true. You know what I'm saying? But the only one out of all of them, and if I said got a lot of shoes, it would have to be solely Ghost, and it's I know him because of sneakers. Okay. You're going to know me, Clark, because um, I'm about to get my sneaker game up, like, for real. But because I want to, though. I'm, I'm oh, Okay. Yeah, yeah, I want okay. to. I'm not, you know. Well, I, I, got a, I got a word of advice. Just whatever you do, man, don't buy into the hype. Buy into what you like. Yeah, no, you know I, 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 mean? I, I really, I believe in that, too. Like, I don't, I mean, but, you know, like, when, when, when these J's come out, the J's drop or whatever, like, I don't jump to everything that comes out. But, right. like, I got these really because I was putting out a lot of merch. With gold, like I'm doing a lot of gold, Dope. you know, black and gold and white and gold and stuff like that. So I'm like, yo, 
I need these because <laughs> this what because I'm wearing. Yeah, like I get you know it. I, mean? I understand. And I, and, and I like like uh, I guess now I know that these are Jordan fives. I like the Jordan fives. I like the Jordan twos also. Nice. See, like I know like the ones that I do like. Okay. The twos. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I got some. Yo, I actually I got... like the fact that you like twos because they're not the common shoe to like if you're a Jordan fan. Yeah, I, I like twos also. I do. But um, you asked me what was the most I ever paid for a pair of mm-hmm. shoes. I paid too much for two pair of shoes. Um, of course, like a Honda? Nah, nah. It's just that they cost more than what it costs on the box. Mm. And I, I, you know, I think I learned my lesson doing that. Um, I bought Eminem Jordan 4th. Eminem Jordan 4th. I, bought a, I paid $1,000 for them. Which, well, that's not bad. No, back then when I oh, paid it, it was okay. a lot. It was almost like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then I also did the same for Undefeated. I paid a thousand for Undefeated. Yeah, because like now it's like yeah. thousand. Like <laughs> people. The funny, like, funny part is like, that's what I I bought them, and then I wore them, and I wore them back to back. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like I I wore them like one day, and then the next two couple of days later, I wore the other ones, and I made sure I went in sneaker stores with them. So it was like, oh shit. So one of the dudes who owned the sneaker store was calling people around like, yo, Clark just came in here with a pair of these on. Oh, mm. shit, he came back. He had a pair of these on. Wow. So dudes he was calling started making offers. And one dude just made an offer. He was like, yo, tell him I give him 3000 for each pair. And I was like, like, do you, like, dog, I wore them. I'm telling him, like, hell no, yeah. I wore them. I ain't selling you no worn shoes. Dude didn't care. Like, this is way before all of the super hype that, mm-hmm. that you see, right? It got to the point where he kept offering and offering and offering, and I kept going, no, no, no. And I guess he just got fed up with me saying no. He got on a plane and brought $18,000 to New York City. And was like, yo, I want those two pair of sneakers. And he calls me. He's like, yo, I'm at the airport. So I'm just like, what? (laughs) I'm like, yo, you at the the airport? Yeah, I got $18,000. You come bring me the shoes. I'll come out to your car and drop you off the bag. Now, I'm thinking... Dude's crazy, or he's trying to set me up. So I grab a goon, get in the car, drive to the airport. Yo, I'm out here. Gooned up. No, like not even happy no more. Like, yeah, I'm out here. Dude comes out, he got a knapsack. He's like, count it. And I was like, what? Open the bag. Wow. Thousands. I'm just like, I and I said to him before I gave him, I said, dog, I wore these. I was like, why do you want shoes that I wore? And I realized that I'm the only jackass who's hyped for brand new shoes. Mm. But that's because I'm not in it the same way everybody else is. Like, everybody else was in it because, oh, my God, I got to have this shoe. It was, for me, it was, the shit is brand new. I need brand new shoes. (laughs) Because when I was young, you wanted your shoes to look brand new. Otherwise, you weren't fresh. So I wore them. So I felt like I wasn't fresh anymore after I wore them. But $1,000 fucked with me, so I was going to keep them. But then it became... Well, I give shoes away all the time, so I know I would have given them away. He don't know that, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I'm like, man, I probably would have gave them to somebody. Shout out, yo! Shout so, out to that dude. Sure man. enough, he 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 gave me eighteen thousand dollars for two pairs of shoes, and I couldn't say no because it's like I paid a thousand for each, and I was already mad that I paid a thousand. Mm-hmm. So I was like, so you got your so money I'm gonna back. make eight thousand dollars for some shoes that I wore. Yeah, you could take those. I'm good. Yeah, I'm I gotta good. get into this. I gotta get into this. Don't, don't get me wrong. I, I can't play the game like that though. I, I just can't be all over it like that. Mm. There's dudes who's all over. No, nah, like no. I actually sold. Um, I didn't know actually. Like they, were, I forgot they were Jordans because they were exclusive. And I see you're so ill. You probably know which ones I'm talking about. They were green. They had um, maybe they were nines. 
actually. They were um they were real exclusive. Damn, I gotta bring out some pictures or whatever. But anyway, I wore them and I actually took a picture, Instagrammed them. Did they have O's on them? No, I don't think so. They were green. Yeah, like they were crazy. I got I'm gonna pull the picture like Wait, later. Nines or sixes? Damn, I'm not too sure. I'm I'm damn. But were they, they shiny. Yeah, they had a lot going on. It was great. It looked like Jamaican sneakers. They oh, was so green. they were they were they were like they were they were sixes. They were champagne sixes. Yeah, they were like, but they were and see like my boy Lex from uh, Tape Masters Inc. Back mm-hmm. in the day when we used to do our sneaker drops, he used to always get the sneakers. So anytime I was with him, I just I like you know I'm making money too. I'm selling we selling mixtapes and I'm like you was oh. about to say we selling weed. I, no. I know that I saw that just now. No, no, no. It was well, it was like it was like drugs because everybody was feeling nah, for. But the, it, you stopped as soon as you was about to say I was selling weed, but nah, I, mm-mm, mm-mm, nah, I'm, I'm, mm-mm. yeah, Tape Masters Inc. It's biscuit. Well, yeah, me and Lex and Wex. Where's Chachi? Chachi, DJ Chachi. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> homie. That's the homie. Yeah, yeah. Be in the studio right after you. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's family. That's kind of. Yup. Shout out to DJ Chachi. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. That's crazy. Oh no, yeah, we we, we know. listen. Oh, oh man, those are the those are the days, man. Those are the days. Like so, it was tapes and weed. Just tapes. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, just tapes. But be careful, man. Always, Be always. safe, though. Shout out to tax. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to tax. Word. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, like, I Instagrammed the was sneaker. Was it weed before the tapes or tapes? No, nah, it was after? always, it was just always tapes. Oh. It was weed before the tapes, but, yeah, always okay. tapes. Okay. So, I took a picture so of it. So, then it wasn't always tapes. It was weed, then tapes. Yeah. Where'd you make the most? Um, Mixtapes. Okay. Like, for real. You Mix- wasn't a good weed hustler then. Yeah, I wasn't. You know, I wasn't really trying. Wasn't to, I wasn't trying it. to get to Pablo status oh. with it. You know what I mean? Well, you can't get to Pablo status with weed unless you're Pablo. True. <laughs> okay. You you watch Narcos? Nah, I don't have to. Okay. Got you. But no, I'm saying that that, that it's lit though. <laughs> like Narcos is, is like it, if you know if you're watching the crib, you ain't doing nothing else. Watch it. Okay. You got, got Netflix, you. I'm sure. I mean, everybody has Netflix. Right. If they got a computer. It's just yeah. When when you you know, I don't need to watch that. Watch Power. Yeah, I mean, it's because my friend's show. Who's your friend, 50? Fifth, yeah, he's my friend. And, and um, Amari. Okay. The um Ghost? Yeah. Okay, wow. Well, I got a lot of friends. Well, well <laughs> I'm in the entertainment world, so I mean, I meet, I meet a lot of people, and I'm really cool with them. Well, shit, man. Because I don't... 90% of the time when somebody in the entertainment business meets someone in the entertainment business, they want something, so the, the friendships aren't real. Mm-hmm. I don't actually want anything from anybody, so the friendships actually can be real. That's lit, yeah. And I'm with, I'm, I'm like the same, you know, like for real. I'm like, these are my guys. We're friends. We don't want nothing from each other. We, we just, we just chilling. Wash gang, as it should be. Yeah, we good. But um, back to the sneakers, man. Look, yeah. I took a picture of the sneakers and I posted them on Instagram and I wore them. And yo, in the DMs, the comments, yo. I got a thousand right now, and I'm thinking to myself like, "But I wore these, right? Like, who would want?" And <laughs> let me tell you something. You'd be surprised. I sold them things, right? I wore them one. I wore them again before I sold just them. Just to them. make sure they wanted them. I was like, let me, so "I'm wearing them again to make sure it's real." I'm like, "I'm gonna wear, <laughs> I'm gonna wear it again because I'm about to, I'm about to let them go." But yeah. they were exclusive, and when I wore them, a lot of people were breaking their necks because they, they really didn't look like Jordans, but they were Jordans. To the mm. point where I forgot that they were Jordans. 
And like my boy from Tape Masters Inc., he was a crazy sneakerhead, like super duper. Like any pair he got, he got either two or three. One yeah. to wear, one to stash, one mm-hmm. for whatever. Like he had the Yeezys, mm-hmm. and like my son, I took a picture of my son holding up the Yeezys, like the old, old, not the Adidas joints, the um, one with the, the strap. Nike joints. Yeah, um, and yo, people like yo, I'll give you two thousand for them, you know. But like yeah. he's kind of like when you're taking them out your son's hand, like let me get those. <laughs> <laughs> like he's kind of like um, my man Lex. He's kind of similar to like. Like how you do, like he ain't, ain't really in it for that. Like mm-hmm. he just he just fucks with it. You right. know what I mean? It's it's like that. But he kind of got out the game more or less when it really wasn't time to get out. Like it, soon as he stopped like collecting, mm-hmm. it just blew like to yeah. the point where I'm calling him now. I'm asking him for his connects because right. he ain't. You know, like now it's the digital ever. We're not driving through the city every day to to jump, but he had the plugs and the connects for the sneakers. So now I'm like, yo, hold on. If you ain't doing it, somebody got to carry. That, somebody, right? Yeah, somebody. Let me get those connects. Let me get those numbers real quick. So do you like say if if there's a sneaker that come out? Because obviously, like I said, you're. I think like the status and the level that you're at with it, you don't have to go as hard as somebody that. Basically, like, what advice would you give to somebody that's trying to get? a sneaker that's not easy to get. Like, you can't just go in and say, yo, let me get a size nine. Here, here, here's, that's, what you just mentioned is probably the biggest misconception that people have about me is that, oh, yeah, it's easy for me to get shoes. Nah. The thing is, it's just that I know how to go harder than the other guy mm. who wants shoes. So it might seem like I get everything, but it's I get everything because I go harder. Like, so I'm going to do what you're not going to do. I'm going to get up at 3 in the morning and call Europe. When mm. you're worried about your minutes, I'm worried about, is they going to answer the phone so I can get these shoes? And I also gauge the market differently than everybody else. So I know that over in in London, they don't sell Jordans the way they sell them here. Mm. Jordans don't sell out the same way they sell out here. So I'm a heavy Jordan fan. So what do I do? I connect with somebody out there, send them to the store. Yo, go buy them for me. Put the money in his account, and I'm mm. good. You know what I mean? Instead of chasing the same stores that everybody chases here and then right. having somebody at the store go, oh, we're holding it for Clark, and then everybody on the line hates me. Mm. Nah, don't tell them that no more. Don't tell them that no more because I'm not coming to your store. And kids know they don't see me walking in stores like that. Mm -hmm. That's because I'm not shopping where you shop. So if I make it easy for you to go cop, don't worry about where I'm copying. Exactly. As long as I know how to get mine. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as I know I can call somebody in Europe, somebody in Asia, somebody in anywhere else, somebody in Canada, somebody in South America. Like, if I know where to call, the pairs that are in, in the United States are safe. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You wear a size 13, you ain't really got to worry about me. There's only maybe two stores that I'm really, really super connected to that will say, I got you, Clark. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's because we do things hand in mm-hmm. hand for each other. It's not because they're doing it because I'm Clark. They're doing it because I'm I'm down to do whatever for them. So it's, you know, it's my, mutual. Yeah, my yeah, it's very, very mutual. I don't I don't I don't just take what um like what made you uh start the expo? Because I know it's been like a good like four years or so. Yeah, yeah. Um what actually, And you do it in Long Island, which is like, yo, thank you. You know what I mean? Because you know, we 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 don't have much like as far as, you know, like uh what's the thing in the city that they have all the time? Sneaker yeah. Soul exchange. Soul yeah, like um I think maybe well, let's say what. Let's figure out why I did it first in the first place. Is because 
two guys that I know got together, and one of them had a space. One of them had a space in Suffolk and was, I mean, um, yeah, Suffolk, right? Mm-hmm. Suffolk? Suffolk. No, Nassau. Nassau. Yeah, County. he had a space in Nassau, and um, he was like, yo, come and see my space. And I get there, and my boy Sherrod is there, who I'm very newly met. But the guy who owned the space was my man. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's my friend. And he's like, yo, let's do a sneaker show. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do a sneaker show. And it was because I had so much respect for the other sneaker shows that I didn't want to get in their lane. But then he was like, no, let's do it here. So I'm just like, oh, wait a minute. If we do it this far, we're not touching anybody else's lane like everybody who's in new york they can do whatever they're doing because they're not going to do it out here so all of those things played into me saying okay i'll get down and we could do it and the fact that it's in long island is probably the biggest reason why i was down to do it because i do have respect for soul for some for sneaker con and and soul exchange i have extreme respect for all of those other shows and I would never want to be the guy who's in competition in New York City with these guys because mm-hmm. that's their bread and butter, and and it's not my bread and butter. It's more like fun for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we yeah, I've been I've been to um, at least one, and it definitely was different, and it felt less like the other ones, like you know that obviously you know they're lit, and it's it's like impossible to get in and everything like mm-hmm. that. But you know, I'm able to you know know people that know people to get in, and mm-hmm. when you get in, it's kind of like. Yo, it was more. It was a little more fun outside, exactly. you know, because it's so much tension and everybody looks like it looks like a, a big ass. Like it looks like a a DMV or something. Yeah. Like just, everybody's holding a ticket and just like looking around, waiting think, for that, think that call. Of, think about this: if you're in the city at a sneaker show, one, you're online and it takes you a while to get inside, and then you're not from the city. So the tension of getting back home with whatever you bought is scary because if you're standing online with six thousand dollars worth of sneakers you gotta make sure nobody takes those sneakers from you when you're trying to figure out your way back to the long island railroad you know what i'm saying so you're already scared to death to be out there with all of that shit and now you gotta risk your life after you leave out of there in the dark to get back home yeah no it's real we're in long island where your parents can park their car and your parents can drop you off and your parents don't mind chilling because we make it comfortable for them to chill Mm -hmm. so it's, we're just trying to create the experience where kids actually have fun and there's no tension. When you go to those shows, those shows are full of tension. And I know those kids are, like, scared with their money in their hand because robbery is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I mean, people people get killed over Jays, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Because it's not enough. And, yeah. you know. Imagine, they're getting killed at Jays at stores. Just imagine you're at a place like this and... The kid has a pair of J's that cost $180, but he could sell them for $1,000, but he's about to walk out of the building and go to the train station with those J's. He's scared to death. And then he has $7,000 in his pocket because he sold a pair of Yeezys to somebody. So Mm -hmm. he's really scared. You know what I'm saying? And he has his little crew, but they're all 14. All you need is a tough 18-year-old. He'll rob 10, Mm 14-year-olds. Not not in Long Island. Yeah, which not is, in Long Island where your where your mother's there with the car, or your big brother's there with the car, ready to take all your stuff home for you. So to me, it was it was a lot more comfortable, a lot more safe, a lot more user friendly. Nah, it's definitely it's 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 dope, man, and um, it's going down this Saturday. Yes, where sir. where at in Long Island exactly? Uh, Smithtown, Long Smithtown. Island. Smithtown. 
Or they call it St. James as well. St. James. James, They're like right there at the same place at the sports arena. I got to ask you this one question, Clark. Yeah. Um, Do you own a pair of Crocs? No. Oh, Crocs shoes? Crocodiles? No, the wash joints. The ones that people wear like that work at the hospital. Crocs. Like the official wash, the official sneaker to shoe for, for the wash. I guess it's, it's, that's. I don't want a pair of Maury's, Maury crocodile shoes, but you 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 better be playing. <laughs> you better be playing. All right, I'm playing. All right, I'm playing. <laughs> don't don't get your cameraman stabbed, yo. Oh, shit. <laughs> Crocs, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't even understand that shit. But I, I mean, I guess that's just me. <laughs> I, not the kids. Yeah, no, nah, that's I, honestly like I'm washed, but I'm not even that washed to own a pair of those. Yeah, well, but I'm, I'm gonna get there. We're gonna, gonna, we gonna reach that anything level. Anything in the world would wash me that much. <laughs> what do you, What are you wearing right now? Right now, I'm wearing a pair of bespoke Air Force Ones. Uh, with a with they're just one of ones I made at the Twenty One Mercer Bespoke Lab, and uh, no one has them. Only me. Really? That's like a one on one. There's only one pair. Yeah, in existence. Crazy, that's crazy. Got the zebra hair, and I'm, you know, it's, it's a little different. That's crazy. No, nah, I like those. Those are fly. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. I'm trying to do different sometimes. Are you um planning? I mean, and see, that's the thing. I'm I'm honestly, I'm not. I know you did a lot of collaborations and you designed oh, yeah. a lot of your own. Mm-hmm. But are you ever gonna come out with the Clark Kent's? Um, I'm honest, and because I'm honest, I do respect design you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and i'm not a shoe designer if you give me a silhouette can i can i freak it out with materials and colors absolutely do i think i can design a shoe from the ground up without some inspiration no Mm -hmm. so the dna and the shoes that i like the most are going to be the base of what i'm going to be working on so it, it, what I would do would end up being more like a hybrid than it would be of a shoe I designed from mm-hmm. the ground up. So, like, I love Air Force Ones, so that that would be easy for me to start from the bottom up. So, like, if I, the first mm-hmm. thing I would do is grab an Air Force One bottom. Mm-hmm. Or I like Air Max Ones, so the first thing I would do is grab an Air Max One bottom. You know what I'm saying? I like... Uh, do you wear Tim's? All winter. Okay. All winter. No, I'm heavy Timberland. I was wearing Timberlands before... New Yorkers were wearing Timberlands. Boot camp clip? No, no, way before that. Like, un- understand what I'm saying. I wore Timberlands and got called corny. Mm. Because I wore Timberlands when I went away to school, and I was 13 when I went away to school. And um, I was upstate, and I was one of three black kids at this school. And um, every weekend, we would go to... Okay, now, when we get there, like, boots in New York were combat boots. So I get there, and I got these combat boots, but every white kid has a pair of Timberlands. And, you know, they look like construction boots, mm-hmm. you know, to, to to a kid from the city. It's just like, oh, there's construction boots. You got to work on a construction site to have those. And, you know, the, so they made fun of me because I was wearing combat boots and I'm making fun of them because they're wearing construction boots until mm-hmm. one day we go into town and there's a store and I'm tired of being made fun of because, like I said, I'm one of three black kids and I, and I was somewhat the only one who was from New York. That's crazy. So I, I had, think like so I had that much. Having on Tim's, you act like people made fun of that. Like that's that's crazy. <laughs> so I get there and I'm like, let me try these on. 
And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have these kids make fun of me anymore. So I just bought a pair. When it was time for me to go back home on a vacation, I go back home with the boots on. Now the whole block is making fun of me because I got these boots that look like construction boots on. Crazy. So I don't care because I still got to go back up to school, but I'm getting ridiculed for the whole Christmas season while I'm home for these boots. And then I go back. I come back down. I got the boots again for the next Christmas. And then the year after, everybody got Timberlands. And I'm going, all you motherfuckers made laugh, made jokes at me about mm-hmm. this shit. Like, what the fuck, B? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden y'all wearing that shit. Now it's cool? Now it's cool? That's but it great. was like two years before I ever saw anybody in New York wearing Timberlands. I was wearing Timberlands because I was going to school upstate. Yeah, see, like, with the Tims, I remember, like... The boot camp click, like I remember them. They yeah, they were they were wearing, you know, like I, I feel like they kind of like I guess made it cool or whatever. You nah, know, well they would make it cool for the kid that was around their age or growing up in the time or looking up to them as artists. But we were wearing Timberlands in the eighties, like early eighties. You know what I'm saying? Like like I was in, I was on that from like way younger. Do you um quick question? Like let's. Cause you know, with the sneakers, you know, um, everybody knows or need to know like your 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 history with music. And I mean, like, I've I I'm into music heavy myself. Like that's like my passion. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I always been just happy to go to concerts. And I remember when Jay Z, it was Diddy, the No Way Out tour, mm-hmm. and I remember like Jay Z was like opening up, mm-hmm. and like. You know, there was people still walking into the building while yeah. he was performing. And, yep. like, I was standing up, streets is watching, you know, this is uh, where I'm from, saying every word, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know. Um, so, like. Do you remember that tour? I remember, yeah, I who, do. Who was Puff's DJ? Um, hmm. Incredible. You don't remember the tour. I was Puff's DJ. Oh, wow, okay. Wow funny right wow that's that's crazy <laughs> the funny part is i was supposed to be jay-z and plus dj but i couldn't do both mm. so i let my my once some somebody who grew up with mm-hmm. me be his dj for the tour yeah nah um you i'm you familiar with dj four five i know yeah, he yeah, used to dj man. yeah he's dj four, for craig mack mm-hmm. that's my man yeah four five that's like that's the big homie too Kenyon. Kenyon. yeah that's mm-hmm. my boy no doubt yeah Nah, four or five. He like he kind of put me under DJ the wing. For EPMD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I know him for a long Fab time. Fab too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He he's like the he's like one of the the best show DJs around that people don't know about. Mm-hmm. Like on a on a stage, like he's yeah. impeccable. It's the bigger the stage, the better he. Yeah, he, he was performed. he was absolutely perfect on stage, which is which is an a testament. It's is a a, a a testament to to Jam Master J. We mm-hmm. all wanted to be as good as Jam Master J when you DJed for an artist. So every time I DJed for a rapper, so like when I was Dana Dane's DJ, I wanted to be as perfect as Jam Master J was mm-hmm. for Run DMC. So I made sure I was perfect on stage. When I DJed for Rakim, I was perfect on stage. When I DJed for Biggie, I was perfect. Jay, I was perfect. Um, Silk, True, like anybody that I DJ for on stage, I made sure I was perfect on stage. How did you like get um around Biggie, Jay Z, and everything like that to um 
because I know when, like, I know you worked at, um, back in the day, I know you was at the label, mm -hmm. and you were signing a lot of artists, mm -hmm. and I know you were, like, one of the people in the beginning, beginning stages that believed in Jay-Z. Yeah. You know, the Jay-Z that everybody witnessed, yeah. you know, become Hove. Right. Like, you saw that early. Mm-hmm. And you were like pushing him heavy, like I, you know, that's like the history that I know when I think yeah. of Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. But like, how did you get in position to even get to see what people didn't see, like with Jay Z? Um, there was a guy in Brooklyn named uh, Fresh Gordon, and uh, he was a producer, and he had a friend named JP. And JP was also my friend. So he introduced me to Fresh Gordon. Fresh Gordon introduced me to Jazzo. Jazzo introduces me to Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. Jazzo, wow. Yeah. This is before Jazzo made his first album. So, and, and did you like, produce anything on that album? No, no. No, not at all. I was, I was, I can't even say I was a producer at that point. Or was I? I don't know if I was producing at that point. I was, we were young. Mm -hmm. Like, Jazzo was the big homie. You know what I'm saying? But he introduced me to his young homie, and I was like, this motherfucker's amazing. <laughs> but you have to understand, in Brooklyn, we thought Jazzo was untouchable. Mm. I'm saying? He was amazing as an MC. And then you got this guy who's with you, and he's just as good. Like, that's fucking unheard of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially for them to be friends mm. and for them to be rhyming together and to, for both of them to be that good. It's like almost unheard of. Like you, you could show me a group where both of the guys that rap together are just as good as each other, but they're amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that that was them too. They weren't a group, but they rhymed together all the time and they were both amazing. Yeah, nah, when um when That's like if Kane and Kooji rap would have been a group. You would have been like, mm -hmm. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You would have lost your mind every time. Oh you yeah, no, nah, that would have been but crazy. But them two together were that ill. Wow, Kooji rap. G-Rap, B, come on. Yeah. G-Rap. Understand me, G-Rap and Kane, and I would say G-Rap and Rakim are what became Nas. Rock, Rakim from Long Island, too. Yeah, I know that. Rakim. But you, you, you wanted that one right there? Well, you know. I know I know Rakim since he was 11, B. Since he was rhyming on, us, on, a, on a, a milk crate at Wine Dance Day. Wine and Dance Day. And I was DJing. Wow. And I was super young, but I, I want I want to see that footage. Nah, there's no footage for that. Damn. But we were both super young, it, and uh, King Charles had his sound system out at Wine Dance Day, and I was DJing on it. That's and, amazing. And Rakim was rhyming on a on a um, crate. Who is um like? Cause it's you know you gotta it's it's a lot it's a lot of generations that I feel like we went through, like with the Jay Z, Biggie, then the Fifty Cent. Mm -hmm. Now you have a lot of um, new new cats coming in. Mm -hmm. Like, what's Clark Kent's top five? Of what? Of all time. All like time? your your top five. Like regardless of. I don't know if I could give a top five, but I will say the best MC I think I've ever heard is Jay Z, and the best rapper I've ever heard is Biggie. You said MC. Yeah. And rapper. Yeah. So it's two different things. No, it's just two different ways to look at it, and that you know, I'm a little weird like that. I don't, I don't. Yeah, because okay, um, okay. Look, if you say who's the best rapper to the average person, they're gonna say Tupac in the first top five. But if you say who's the best MC, can you say Tupac? Nope. You know why? Because you'll think the word MC differently than you'll think the word rapper. rapper. 
because the MC will make you pay more attention to line for line, bar for bar. If you say rapper, you're thinking the picture, the big picture. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the big picture, that big picture says the way he said his rhymes affected me. It's not even what he said as much as the way he said. It made it stick. It made you believe the artist. You know what I'm saying? It made you go, oh, damn, I believe he did everything that mm -hmm. he says. When Pac rhymed, you believed everything he said. He didn't say, oh, those were the best rhymes around. You can't. It's impossible to be like, oh, my God, he says the best rhymes I've ever heard. No. He says some impactful shit to you. Mm -hmm. Biggie said rhymes that were 10 times better than Pac. He said rhymes that weren't good, and when he said it, he said it so well, you believed it was 10 times better than it was. True. You know what I'm saying? He could take a line that was super regular, but say it so good that you believed that it was better than mm -hmm. usual. But if you say the rhyme back to yourself, you're like, oh, that was, oh, man. Mm. But when he said it, you were like, nah, he killed that. Pillmore skin than Idaho potato. Now, think about this. <laughs> think about this. Pillmore skin than Idaho potato. The way he said it made you believe it was fire. crazy. Nah, yeah, but, nah, it's fire. But Jay said, I pack more heat than I. Is a uh, grubbing more because I pack more heat than the oven door? That's fire. Mm, literally. That's No, but it's fire compared to Pillmore skins than Idaho potato. Niggas know. Yeah, but exactly. That's the just way like he said, classic. more skins than Idaho potato, niggas know the lyrical molesting is taking place. You know what I'm saying? Like, that sounded crazier than I pack heat like a... Is it going to grab more? Because I pack heat like I'm the oven door. Like, wait a minute. You pack heat like the oven door? Nobody even thought about that until you think about it. And mm -hmm. you're like, fuck. Every time you close the oven, you're packing heat. Have That's you a ever, lot of fucking heat. <laughs> have you ever been in a studio with... Jay-Z and Biggie together? Yeah, Brooklyn's Finest. Wow. Yeah. But I made the record, so I was going to be in the studio. You produced it? Yeah. I introduced them, so it was going to get done. But uh, we're going back to MC and, and, and rappers, mm -hmm. so now you see the difference. So how could I put... Uh, how could I put... Tupac in the best rapper conversation, in the best MC conversation. He's a thousand percent in the best rapper conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. So you get my, you get it? No, nah, I, I got yeah. it. I okay, got cool. it. No, nah, it definitely makes sense. It definitely makes sense. Definitely. Yeah. Who who had the better verse on um, Brooklyn's Finest, Biggie or Jay-Z? Or, or no, now... No, 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 wait. Okay. Line for line, Jay, who said their rhymes incredibly big. I mean, no matter what you do, no matter how much you try, if you go line for line for line for line, he said the iller shit. Big said a ton of ill shit. Was everything as ill as everything that he said? Nah. But did he say it better? What was the process like when they did Brooklyn Finest as far as like... You know, okay, just okay, them the, going the, back and forth. The process, it wasn't a go back and forth. It was, Jay did the record. It was his record all by himself. And then when I introduced him, I, because I asked him to put Big on the record, and he was like, we don't know him. And I'm like, well, you know, I know him. Mm -hmm. And it was, well, if you can make it happen, I brought him. I had him downstairs. I brought him upstairs because he wanted the record himself. They came in. Jay stood there for like 20 minutes, listened to the beat, went back in the booth, and changed everything. 
Mm. So what you hear is totally different than what he did in the first place. And he left the open spaces and was like, yo, you ready? So there's still um there's still like a different version. Absolutely. No and one's no one's ever gonna hear it. it got erased. That's gone. It got erased, so you got it stashed. No one's ever gonna hear gonna it. Hear it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like ah. no one's ever gonna hear it. And rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Like if, it, if it, you hear it. It won't feel the same as hearing Brooklyn's mm-hmm. finest. The only reason why you love Brooklyn's finest it right now. is because it was both of them. <laughs> That's the reason why people love Brooklyn's yeah. finest is because it was both of them. Both of them were spazzing. How many records did they have together? Because I Two. always uh, how many? Two. That and I love the dough. Yeah, there would have been more because there was going to be a Post commission the, album. The commission album. Yeah. Wow, man, That's incredible. There would have probably been Brooklyn finest part ten. <laughs> but no. I can't. A lot of history, man. I've done some things. Who 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 is on your radar today? Uh, Travis Scott, um, Conway, uh, Davies. I really like Davies. Um, Me too. I'm a big Davies. I, I'm I'm a big Davies. Fan. I actually, um, I, I like the dude Conway too. I just want him to make bigger, different records. If Conway. He, yeah, I feel Th- that's like that's a shampoo mm-hmm. from De- shampoo from Def Jam. Conway, I think uh, we talking about the same. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Okay, I just know Conway. He's Westside Gun's brother. Conway Westside West Westside Gun and Conway make a lot of records together. Westside Gun also has a solo album. Okay, and Conway has solo. Ah, uh, yeah, I gotta, I gotta. I like, familiar. I like the Conway kid. He says some good shit. Mm-hmm. And like I said, like I, I always believe that, you know, uh, MC is 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 can say great rhymes until he makes a great record and he becomes a rapper. You know what I'm saying? When he makes a great record, it's going to be deadly. That's that's a nice little theory you got right there. Like, yeah, and, and trust me, there's a lot of MCs who never become rappers, and that's why you, there's people who's beefing, oh, man, this dude is super-duper nice. And I'm just like, okay, well, make that great record and prove that he's super nice. He doesn't right. make the great record. He just says dope rhymes. And just saying dope rhymes is, is never going to save you. Like, Kendrick said dope rhymes before he made those amazing records. Like, mm. K-Dot was ill. Mm-hmm. And then he made the dope records that made it go. Oh nah! I feel like J he Cole being too. MC. He's, oh, I feel J. like J Cole is super nice. I feel like J Cole too. J Cole was nice, and then he started making better records. When you make the better records, you become the rapper. It's something else. It's something else, man. It's really, really something else. Yeah. Just being a, a great MC doesn't that, that make doesn't you a dope it. rapper. It does not cut it. Plus, it. Being a rapper means you're you're really giving a damn about the package. When you give a fuck about the package, every pause. First of all, I keep saying package. You give a fuck about the whole presentation. Mm-hmm. Now that means the song, the video, your look, your delivery. Everything matters mm-hmm. when it comes to being a rapper. Like how good is that song? It's not just how good are your bars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How good is that song? Yeah, because a lot of a lot of people that spit they. They really could just do that. It's hard for them to make that great record. Yeah, but they have hard. great. They have the great bars. They no, have they have great the verses. Great, yeah, they have but, great performances on records. But that doesn't mean that you you should be signed as an as a as a as a, a rapper. It just means that you get on somebody's feature and kill shit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dope feature MCs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That don't make great records. And I want to go on record about as saying that hurts. It hurts mm-hmm. me to hear dope, dope MCs who don't get to make great records because 
they can't don't transition. really get to showcase. They can't transition. You gotta you gotta mm-hmm. move into okay. You got the bars. Can you let's make this record now? Mm-hmm. And if they if they figure out how to make the record, see the reason why is because being a rapper is the entertainment part of it. So if you can't keep people listening and saying, "Oh my God, what an amazing song!" over and over and over again, they're gonna lose the entertainment aspect of it. So you're gonna go away. And all they're gonna expect from you is a is a dope verse here and there. Mm-hmm. So where where would you place Eminem, MC or rapper? Eminem is both, but he's more of a rapper than he is an MC. And don't get it confused; he's a really good MC. But the way he says his rhymes, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, nobody can. He's he's don't say nobody can fuck with him. The um, way he says his rhymes. I mean, on 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 a on. Look at what he oh, did. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Look at Renegade. Look at Renegade. It's two different verses. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm not even going to go back and forth about that. It's two different verses. It's not about whose verse was better. It's like, are they both dope verses? Because if there was a challenge and they were going at each other, you don't think homie would have did what he had to do to get at <laughs> homie? Let's be realistic. Nah, I feel If you. he wants to get at you, you're got at. You know Kidding, what I'm saying? There's yeah. this... Let's be fair, man. Don't don't do that. There wasn't no there wasn't no no no, no tension between them. And if there was tension, there would have been some shit laid out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But Eminem, like listen to the way he says his rhymes. Listen to all of the flows, the cadences, the everything that go into his rhymes. Like he's ill, B. Yeah. He's ill. But I still go. I'm sorry, Biggie was a better rhymer. He just said his rhymes mm-hmm. better than Biggie said his rhymes better than everybody. Jada said the same thing. Yeah, he did. Like, there's no, there's no. If you really, really are a dope rapper, dope MC, how could you say that? How do you, anybody how, said how you their feel, rhymes? How do you feel him? when um Rich Homie forgot the words? Like um when he said um season Elmo or something. He said season Alamo. Um. I thought he said a lot, Elmo. Of pe- a lot of people think that that's funny. You know what I'm saying? And and your initial thought is that that should be funny. And it can't be funny to me. And it can't be funny to me because, one, he was my man. Two, he was the best ever. Three, it says that you don't give a fuck enough to say, I- I'm a rapper and, and, and I got to pay attention to the sport. And the sport says, learn your goddamn history. Because if you go to... Blink 182 and say, what's the third record on Aerosmith's first album? They're going to tell you it. They're going to tell you what key it's in, and they're going to play it for you. Mm. They're going to tell you all the words. Like, rap doesn't give a fuck about itself enough for a new artist to go, I'm going to do my history. How can you be a rapper? Say that you're going to be great and don't know Biggie. He's the greatest. Even if you never heard Biggie, you heard everybody say he was the greatest Go listen. Mm-hmm. You dumb fuck. Like, how don't you go listen? If you if you a new rapper and you can tell me you don't know no songs by Biggie, that means you don't give a fuck about this thing that you're doing because you would want to be better. And the only way to be better is to study the crap. only way to study the crap is to learn the music. So me, because I care about the craft, I care about the music, I care about the culture of hip-hop mm-hmm. so much, I thought what happened might have been one of the saddest days in new rap history because nah, it was pretty sad it was it was it was it was a sad it was that was sad that was definitely top five sad moments yeah that was that was that, was, that, that hurt that one hurt. yeah 
That one really hurt. All right, let's one one last one last um oh, MC you know rapper. Wait, you asked me who I like? The newer guys that I like? Yeah. I like Travis. Mm-hmm. I like Conway. Mm-hmm. Davies. I like Davies. I like Fab. And I'm saying it like that because every time Fab makes something new, he sounds like he's brand new. Like he's new, yeah. I I love Drake. Um Drake is an MC or rapper. Will you place him? I would place him as one of the best rappers we'll ever see. Because wow. and the reason why is because he makes amazing songs. Or should I say he makes great records? You know what I'm saying? Kanye West makes amazing songs. Drake makes dope records. Mm-hmm. Like his shit, he put a record out tomorrow, you're gonna think it's hot tomorrow. Yeah. Kanye, you're gonna be like, that shit is hot ten years from now. You're gonna be like, God damn, gay, did you really mm-hmm. do that? When you listen to Kanye's album, you you walk away with feelings. When you listen to Drake shit, you're like, damn, them songs. He just he just got to it with them records. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, Drake records are so good. Like, he might have 10 on the top 100 right now. Like, 10 off of one album? When a dude like Kanye, his songs are so ill, when you go to his concert, your heart feels different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did you catch one of the uh, oh, Pablo yeah, for shows? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. He, he, Dif- it, it, yo, just different. If you, if you go to see Pablo, you walk away understanding what I'm saying. He makes amazing songs because your heart feels different. Kanye. No matter what you might think of his rants, no matter what you mm-hmm. might think of the way he expresses himself when he's not on records, when he's on records, he's fucking amazing. Did did you uh like it, when he said the um Yeezys jumped over the jumpman? It's impossible. <laughs> that was you know what that was? That was him being White and Kennedy for for Nike. Nike is the Nike is the the most the best marketed company around. Them and Apple are like the best marketing marketed companies. And White and Kennedy does most of the marketing for Nike. Mm-hmm. What Kanye did with that line was fifty to seventy percent of the marketing for for Adidas that mm-hmm. with that one line. So that was marketing. He, he knows impossible. Because to jump over the jump man, you have to do better than the jump man. Mm-hmm. It's impossible when Jordan drops a new shoe every week. If you ain't dropping a shoe every week and the numbers that he's dropping a shoe, then you are first of all, you're thirty years thirty one years behind. Mm-hmm. It's it's impossible. You might be popular, popularity you might be more popular than Jordan, but you're not more popular than Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. you might be more popular. The Yeezy brand might be more popular than Jordan right now, but Kanye West, Michael Jordan, put those two next to each other. It's gonna be debatable, but nowhere near mm-hmm. are you gonna be like, oh yeah, Kanye over Michael Jordan, the most recognizable athlete ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, show me that. How you gonna do that? Show me. Show me. Clark Kent, man. Thank you for coming through to the Washcast. Definitely appreciate you. Can't wait for the Saturday turn up. I'm gonna be turned up and turned down. You know what I mean? Why you gonna be turned down? Cause I'm old, man. I'm old. You're not older than me. <laughs> I'm 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 close. I'm 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 on your heels. Without question, you are not older than me. 
I'm on your heels. I'm I'm Patrick Ewan. I doubt it. I'm Patrick Ewan. That's it? That's it? You a baby. <laughs> you a baby. You a goddamn nah, I got babies. five-year-old. I, yo, look, you're a five-year-old right now, if that's what you're saying. And that just aged me, so I'm not going to talk about it no more. Yo, thanks for coming through, man. For thanks real. for having me, man. I Legendary, truly appreciate it. You know? And I really hope you and some of your peoples come out on Saturday. Oh, no. We, yeah, I'm coming Expo. through with, like, I'm, I'm, I'm coming through with some sauce. I actually, I'm going to bring somebody. And they're gonna rap for you, and you're gonna like it. Who, Dave? <laughs> I'll see. I, I'll hit him up. I'll, I'll see. But yeah, but uh, I got somebody for you though. Seriously. Oh, you bringing Jada? You say you was cool with Jada, so that's who you bringing. You know what? I'm 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 definitely gonna hit Jada. Uh, okay. So you you're gonna I'm, bring I'm gonna Jada. Jada? I'm gonna hit Jada. You're gonna you're gonna bring. Huh? Yeah, Jada came last time. Oh really? Um yeah. So you, let's see. You're gonna bring Jada. You're gonna bring Davies, and. Who else? Somebody that I'm thinking I'm gonna think is though you gonna bring Conway too? Okay, who else? Okay, Fab, you bring it Fab. No, I'm gonna put you on. You bring it. You you must be bringing Pusha T. Oh, you like Pusha T? What? That was a question. Oh, it was a statement. Yeah, both. Nah, babe, that's a statement. I've been telling about people about Pusha T since he was on Electra Records. They just didn't wow. hear me though. They didn't hear me though. Wow. He's now the A and R of good music. No, he's now the president of good music. Oh, pardon me. He's pardon the one me. making the decisions pardon over me, there. Pardon me. Yo, push. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm gonna delete that tweet. You don't even have to delete that. I mean, you know, people just don't don't understand the the magnitude mm. of what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, there. yeah. They'll look at a lot. How of do you things. how do you feel about designer? Um, I think he had a great record, and I think that if he has a bunch more great records, he can be around for a while. And I think um. In the in the microwave world that we live in, I mean, anybody can have a great record. The question is, how good are your songs? Then them songs is gonna hit you in the next twenty years. They're gonna st- like when you hear test the time. Yeah, when you when you hear what's going on, you know that's an amazing song. You know what I'm saying? You could be ten years old, hear what's going on, and relate to it and be like, well, goddamn, what, <laughs> what the fuck was happening back then? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like it's it's, yeah. Good point. Good point. Come on, man! It, like this ultra light beam. Ultra light beam. Like, I don't want to tell you that that's fucking amazing. It, he ain't even on the record. Chance the rapper spazzed on that shit, and I was just like, "That's fucking amazing." But it takes Kanye's mind, mm-hmm. his creative mind, to go. I'm gonna let homie go crazy. Okay. Have you ever been in the studio with Kanye? Yeah, like early Rockefeller days because I was at Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. So we would have to go to the studio. But I, I was in this, I was, I met Kanye like when he was fucking with No ID in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like way before New York, back in Chicago. He was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing is, he he's, he's L, B. Kanye's L. He's a super talent. Yeah, he's different. He's, he's, yeah, he, he's, he's different. Like he's not, he he ain't he ain't the regular <laughs> deal. Like he's the other deal. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, mean, I think as a producer and a rapper together, like yeah, as a as a I, yeah, he's a great producer and yeah, he's a great rapper. But he's like a super artist, yo, because he's not scared. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's just not scared. There's nothing like. And I don't hear, think I don't think he pays attention to as far as like. 
how he's making his music or creating his sound to what's the sound that's going on yeah. at the time. That's I, the reason like, why it's going to last. Yeah, yeah, he goes, he, he like, whatever's playing on the radio, he's going to, even when he dropped the Can't Tell Me Nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, when that dropped, nothing on the radio sounded like that. The thing is, that's the turning point for Kanye. Can't Tell Me Nothing is when everybody was like, oh, shit, he's ill. <laughs> that's when they were like, oh, he's ill. And the funny part is, he was saying, you can't tell me nothing. Period. On the record that made you believe he was ill, he was trying to tell you that you can't tell me nothing. You, you, No matter what you say, nah, you can't tell me nothing. You, no, I don't care. You can tell yeah, me what you and, think and, my record and, should and, sound and Jeezy, like. And Jeezy said, when Jeezy was talking about it, he was saying like he gave Kanye a record and then Kanye sent him back a totally different song. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and Jeezy said that. he didn't he didn't get it until he well, they were performing somewhere in in front of a big stadium, you know, mm-hmm. somewhere and he said, Yo, Kanye dropped that record and Jeezy said, Damn, I ain't I I didn't know. <laughs> you know, he slipped on that. Yeah. Wait till <laughs> I get my money right. Like Kanye is the music, man. He's the music and and that's the difference, man. He's the music. He he understands what's supposed to happen sonically. So even though we might have looked at 808s and Heartbreaks and thought, what what is he doing? Like, he has zero fear and gives no fucks. So mm-hmm. he's going to try everything. So even though a lot of us might not have liked the album, if you understand music, you can go back to it and go, I yeah. get it. And, and like, I get it. Yeah, and, and it's funny, too, because, like, with the new generation or the new artist that's making noise today like little uzi said 808 um saved his life like changed yeah. his life i was just about to say something about that like a guy like me i'm going graduation is that shit same same but a younger dude is going what that 808s and like we'll be confused but kanye's going see i got you all i got you all and then when i drop this other shit that dun 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 that new slaves like what the fuck yay and then he hits you with dark twisted fantasy what yeah yeah <laughs> you gonna give me the soul again oh man you just hurt my life and then I'm gonna give you an album that has all kinds of shit on it with with uh with his last shit I'm I'm honestly looking forward to seeing what him and Drake put together um I'm sure it'll be. Good, good, good records. And and if they become amazing songs, it would be because Kanye made the records turn the corner. Mm-hmm. If 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 that makes sense to you, no, it does. You know it does because no. I I like don't get it confused. I think Drake is fucking ill. B. I don't I don't care what nobody has to say anything about him. I come from the record business. If I was in the record business, there's no way I would have turned this guy away. Mm-hmm. There's so many people who say so many things about him. This is the only rapper that I've ever seen who is truly a rapper. Who every album he drops, he puts an R&B record out first. Dude sings on his first single. Like, that's his first single is the singing record. And you're going, Hot wait a minute, blame. like, what the fuck? What the fuck is happening here? You a rapper. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you beefing with rappers. And you going against rappers and showing that you rap or whatever with rappers. And then your first single is always a singing record. Like, how, B? You can't do that unless you make 
great records. Yeah, no, that's true. That's some shit. Very true. Yeah. He's 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 a special artist as well. He's very special. And he understands where he's supposed to be with it. And he stays right there, man. He stays right there. His shows are his shows are like You caught the summer sixteen tour? I didn't even have to. Mm. I just knew like you got so many hit records. <laughs> when you got that many hit records, like you can be whack on stage. You how, how do you feel about future? Like I, I mean, as far as like do you you know, do you like I like future. I do. And it's funny because I like future from when nobody was fucking with him. Like I when Tony Montana came out, I was like Something's gonna be good about this guy, mm-hmm. and they were looking at me like, "What?" I was like, "No, don't nothing sound like that. It's gonna be all right." Mm-hmm. And then his I shit feel like just Future started. had a good like. I mean, he's he's still delivering and still doing what he do, but like I feel like like low key he had a, a crazy run. Like he's been he's no, been he's, he's, he's been, been solidly put, he's been dropping mixtape yeah. and then like doing the, the the tape with Drake. Yeah. It's like they had like Jumpman came out of that. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like enough records came. I mean, but the, I mean it, he's 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 a great artist. He is and he makes songs that work. Immediately that March Madness. Work. That March Madness is <laughs> dummy. F- fuck up some commas? <laughs> what? Fuck up some commas, B. When I heard that, I was like, God damn. Like, who's going to sleep on this guy now? You know what I mean? It, like, and, and he adds something to records when he gets on your record. He adds something like, you, when you looked at DJ, DJ Khaled and was like, Jay-Z featuring Future, you were confused immediately. But uh, yeah, then when everybody you heard, was. I got the keys, keys, keys. I got, and you knew, okay, he's just doing the hook. You were like, oh, shit. Fuck. <laughs> if you're from Brooklyn, you're going, he's never going to do a record with Future. And then he does a record with Future, and you're like, that's just fire. <laughs> it's fire. Because he knew he couldn't do a record with Jay-Z. He's like, I can't rhyme with this motherfucker. I'm going to do the hook. And it's going to be slick. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be on a beat that motherfuckers don't expect it. Mm-hmm. So when Jay comes in, it just makes everything all the way. You know what I'm saying? Nah, yeah, nah. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Yo, Jay said, it's, "I brag different." My wife Beyonce. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like it's almost like everybody else has to be like, "Yeah, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing." My bag different. My when was the last Beyonce, um, time I you uh, spoke to Jay Z or about um, um oh, three weeks ago, a month? No doubt. I don't have no issues with him. Like, I'm not the disgruntled guy. Like, we're, mm-hmm. we're cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're very cool. Nah, that's what's up. Clark Kent, man. Yo. Salute. Thank Saturday you. Saturday is going to be lit. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Again. Again. Yeah, Yo, yeah, man. You know Saturday, I mean? I, I gotta, man. Ultimate gotta, Sneaker Expo, babe. I got to take my hat off to you, man. You know what I mean? For you need to take your hat like, off because you watched. You ain't take your hat off to me. Because his wife's like, this shit hit me right now. Hold on. <laughs> it's all good, brother. Thanks for having oh, me, man. Real, man. And and you keep making me laugh on Instagram, man. You boy. <laughs> this guy is loose. Saturday's gonna be one of those days. Yes, sir. Bring your best, bring your cash, because these kids are selling and buying and selling and trading and doing their, their thing. 
is going to be on in the sports arena on Saturday. And uh, I hope everybody comes out and has a good time.